0: And welcome to the three two I'm Todd. I'm Abigail. And Derek and Kendra are not here for this podcast. Nope. Nope. They are in Sanford, Florida for a baseball tournament. Hopefully they're winning.
1: Hopefully.
0: Well, they actually won. Yeah, one of the games. Yeah, they won last night. Yeah, they won last night. So that was good. So anyways, good morning, Abigail, as we record this podcast. Morning. And so we had Coach Tony on for the PVA Bobcats. We did. Yeah, on the last episode. So now, it's only fair in the 32081 that we have Coach Pfeiffer from? The VRA Hawks. Yeah, he's going to join us this morning. So, Coach, thank you for joining us here on the 32081. Coach, last year, VRA had a great run. You made it to the semifinals. What were some of the key graduates from last year's team that you not necessarily had to replace, but let's say you really had to look for that additional leadership or that skill position to fill when they graduated?
1: Yeah, last year's team was kind of, you know, most of the production was a few guys. Uh, One uh, role that was huge last year was Maddox Spencer at wide receiver. Big-time wide receiver for us as far as when we needed a catch, we had to go to him. But this year, Brayden Felder has stepped up and, I mean, really, I think almost took it to another level. Um, We're getting probably more production out of him, and I don't know if that's just – the way the teams were last year, but that's one. And then uh, Peyton Mooningham, you know, on the D-line, he's he made a big difference. But um, I'd say Kel Bunce has probably stepped up a lot in that role. Uh, he goes kind of unnoticed a lot of times, but he's always doing what he's supposed to do. And, you know, of course, we lost, lost Lachlan Hewlett last year, our quarterback. And I wouldn't say that we've replaced that or anything, but we're getting production there. But Overall, I mean, we've we've had some kids that have stepped up and have uh, been playmakers for us.
0: Congratulations on your 3-1 start. When you look back from where you were in the spring jam and now, where do you see the biggest improvement on this team?
1: I would say our improvement, I'd say we're still tackling pretty well. We're not doing, you know, that's really where we wanted to improve on. Uh, We tackled well in the spring, but I think we're getting a little better at tackling our O-line. Uh, definitely is getting better, and that's got to continue to get better. But I would say probably those two things, um, really it's a line play for us. is probably, it's just, um, it has gotten, it has got better, but it's got to get m- much better.
0: <laughs> now, Now, Coach, when I looked at the regions last year, obviously when PVA and VRA met, it wasn't just for bragging rights. There was the region on the line, playoffs were coming up. It looks like, looking at the schedule, that very well could happen again. We could see another packed house at Nice, which would be awesome for both teams. That atmosphere was incredible last year. Um, and speaking of that, I know you and I have talked a little bit off you know, the podcast about how great that was. But were you surprised at how electric last year's game was at Nice between these two teams? And are you expecting the same type of turnout and just electric atmosphere this year?
1: I was... Um was surprised last year that we had that um kind of atmosphere for a middle school game you know being kind of the first time being really i guess hyped up um and i expect it to be better this year i really do uh we just played uh passetti there this week and it was a great atmosphere and i kind of think of that i'm like wow what's it gonna be when the two schools who are really feeding that program come in and i know palm valley is gonna be juiced and ready to go and excited for the game. And I know VRA will be also, and I know the, the fans will be. So I expect it to be even better than it was last year.
0: You are also the head coach of ninth grade team at Nice, as well as many of your assistants. Does it help to coach at middle school level and see players that might attend Nice and want to continue their football career?
1: Yes, I mean, it, it's nice to see the kids, you know, being the Valley Ridge coach, I see those kids pretty much daily. So I get a really good look, and you know, I've got a lot of those kids that are playing on the freshman team this year, and we we already kind of knew what we had with those guys. And then you get the new kids coming in. You know, The Palm Valley kids, we didn't get – many of those kids at all did not come over, and it was very disappointing because uh, there's a lot of kids that we would love to have had at me, so I would love to have been coaching. Uh, Palm Valley's team this year, I don't know a lot about them, um, and actually I, I try not to – I really don't get a chance to – see much of what they do you know when I look down there I just see a bunch of big guys and I think wow we got to get those kids at knees because that's really what we need and we need you know more athletes and we need speed and we need you know skill possessions positions Uh, but yeah I mean I love being able to watch the kids and it definitely helps because it just helps your program knowing hey you know what I've got this kid coming I've got this kid coming so we got some program builders, and I think that's the biggest thing at Nice is we've got to have these kids who are coming from playing football. I mean, I look at my freshman team this year, and there's a lot of kids never even played football. And to build a program, we've got to get these kids, you know, coming from middle school and coming from the pop Warner. And uh, but yeah, it's it's unique, and it, it does give us a little bit of an advantage, you know, coaching in the middle school and being involved in the Pop Warner that we, we know kind of what's coming. And that's that's a good thing.
0: So to expound on that just a little bit as a follow-up question, as you were talking, I was sitting here thinking from, from your perspective and being able to look at what's coming through the ranks is obviously a positive. But the other thing I found out that even with PVA just being a second year in existence, a lot of these kids know each other. And it seems like they build that chemistry off the field. So whether or not you play for VRA or PVA or – you know they may play against each other but they build that chemistry off the field as well since they obviously live what within a few miles of each other a lot of them do so does that also help from a high school experience having these kids come in and even though they played against each other that they've kind of got that chemistry of hey i know you i remember playing against you i got that kind of respect for you
1: oh 100 i mean uh, you know robbie greco uh, was a palm valley kid a really good player for palm valley well he's came you know he's at nice and he, I know with him and the kids from Valley Ridge, I'll just say with the Valley Ridge, they're all just, I mean, when I see them, they're like really good friends. I mean, they, they, they didn't miss a beat. I mean, they're just like, Hey, Robbie, you know, Hey, you know, they're all, they all know each other. And he just fit right in. It wasn't like he was an outsider or you went to Palm Valley, you're Valley Ridge and he just fit right in. I mean, and we've got a couple other kids over there azatea and, some others, I mean, they haven't missed a beat. And I think that is very big for the niche program. They, you know, the Palm Valley, the Valley Ridge, and then the Pine Island kids. I mean, if, you know, if those kids just keep feeding that high school with knowing each other and living mm-hmm. with each other and, you know, neighbors and, you know, within a few miles, I mean, that's what will help this program continue to succeed.
0: Well coach I, I really appreciate you joining us and I you know like I told coach Hodge over at PVA totally appreciate all you do for the football program and you know it's I think one of the great things about the the Bobcat and the Hawks rivalry the battle of the 32081 is that it's so much fun it's uh it's people get into it and at the end of the day everybody is still friends and stuff and it's for bragging rights and sometimes for a region but um it, and I think a lot of that probably has to go to us sharing a field and our boys seeing each other and being friends off the field. But we totally appreciate what you do. We look forward to seeing you at Nice when we play. Hopefully, we can have a couple of your players on on the uh, podcast before then when we when we hype that game up. And again, thank you for everything you do. It uh, it's uh, we we really appreciate you joining us here.
1: Well, I appreciate you taking time to interview me and uh, anything I can do to help always and uh, get the word out and get people playing football and just. Try to get these kids going in the right direction if that's what they want to uh, do. So I, I really appreciate what you do. Thank you.
0: That was a really good show with Coach Pfeiffer. You yeah. know, we're actually really lucky. We got two great coaches here, both the VRA and PVA, that come on and talk and promote about you know middle school athletics and spe- specifically the football team. Yeah, I'm just hoping we have another third coach next year for PIA. Oh, you're already you're already planning for a PIA coach mm-hmm. team, huh? Yeah. Now, is the rumor true that you're thinking about playing football next year? Yeah, maybe. Maybe? You're thinking about it? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. It's also sounding like uh, we're on a collision course for a very good version two of the battle of the 32081 between VRA yeah, and PVA. It does. I think we need to pack Nice. Both VRA and PVA need to pack that stadium. What do you think? I'll start talking. You're going to start talking about it? Yeah, I will. All right. Well, listen, for Derek and Kendra, who are not here... I'm Todd. I'm Abigail. And thank you for listening to the 32081.